Do you know what it takes to be a successful real estate investor and realtor? Well, Alex E. Edwards does. On today's show, I interview Alex and learn a little bit about his success as a real estate investor and as a realtor. In addition to that, uh, we learn a little bit about his book, Mortgage Before Marriage. So enjoy this episode of the Freedom Nation podcast. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff here once again with the Freedom Nation podcast. And today we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, We're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects, which is real estate. And we've got an expert on today out of Boston, Massachusetts, one of my favorite towns on the planet. So Alex Edwards is on. How you doing, buddy? I'm fine. And you? I am fantastic. Glad to have you on the show today. Really looking forward to this conversation. We had a little quick pre-interview ahead of time. And uh, Alex does a lot of stuff that... I enjoy doing, and uh, and we're hopefully going to have some really good advice from him from that perspective. So, Alex, why don't we kick it off with you giving us a, a rundown on your story? How'd you get to where you are today? All right. Um, first, I want to say thank you for allowing me to um, be on your platform. You're welcome. It's definitely a pleasure. So, my name is Alex E. Edwards. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I grew up in a town called Dorchester, um, <laughs> and... I'll, let's start when I was in high school. I promise okay. I won't take an hour. Right? Yeah. So here we go. Um, so in high school, um, I decided to take a first time home buyer class in Boston, Massachusetts. We have the opportunity um, to take these classes and get a discount on or or, or help without um, down payment if we're purchasing homes inside awesome. in the city of Boston. So. Yeah. And you did this I, in high school, which is freaking badass. So yeah, it's like, how old you have to? How old do you have to be? Uh, we actually don't have a limit because no one is dumb enough to join the class in high school. Yeah. So, you know, Alex Edwards was the dumb one, or or the I, smart one, or the smart one. <laughs> so I was the youngest there. I didn't know what they was talking about so whatsoever, and I was not interested. I was like, all right, let's get to the end so I can figure this out and just get my house. That's what I want to know. All right. So, and at that, at I'm I'm about in tenth grade, so okay. I can't even buy a house until two to three years anyway, right? Um. So fast forward, I graduate high school. I got a bank. I got a, a job at Bank of America in okay. Brookline, in Brookline, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the first time. I ever seen, I never seen this before. You ready for this? Hmm. This is going to blow your mind. In Brookline, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. they had people with money and time. I never Holy knew. crap. I, I never knew <laughs> you could have both. Yeah. So that, you know, that blew my mind. My mom worked extremely hard. 
she she sometimes had four jobs. She bust her butt to keep to keep a roof over our head. Um, she was never home trying Mm-mm. to keep her home, and that mm-hmm. never made sense. She was never home trying to keep your home, but yeah, that's a different uh, uh, subject. But so I I knew to have money, you can't have time. That's how I grew up. Yeah, until I got to Brooklyn. <laughs> And, and realize no, there and, were people that had way more money and lots of time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So something was like, huh, wait a minute. What's going on here? I want in. Right? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm at the bank and I'm learning and I'm understanding mortgages, no understanding the difference between um, a, a, a bank and a mortgage broker. Okay. Right? And a bank is like Gap. Mm-hmm. You can only buy Gap products. Yep. So if that particular line doesn't fit you, you can't shop at Gap. Yeah. Right? So that's the bank. That's a loan officer. Mm-hmm. Right? But the mortgage broker, it's like Marshall. Mm-hmm. We have everything for you. Any product you need, we have for you. Right? And I think if you jump in the real estate market, or business, or whatever you want to do in real estate, you need to understand the difference. Hmm. You need to understand the difference. Yeah. Because if the if Gap says no, the lender, the bank, say okay, no problem. Then you hop over to the broker. The broker said the broker gonna say, see, I believe the broker will always give you good news. Hmm. They're gonna say you're ready. I got the right product for you, or you're not ready. And but I want to tell you how to get ready. Hmm. Good news to me. Yeah. Point blank. So I learned the difference. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm in college taking business administration. My professors uh, had a project for us. Go home and, and um, buy something and run it like a business. Okay. So y'all already know what I was preparing for. <laughs> At 20 years yeah. old, I buy my first investment property. Okay. Right. I go to school. Guess what? The professor. What, Alex? I bought a home. What? Oh, my God. He's yelling. He's yelling. He's like, yeah, this isn't theoretical. I actually went and bought a house. This is it. Like, I'm in. I'm good to go. Yeah. I'm good to go. So so he goes. So I said, I got more news. He said, what? You got more news? I said, yes. This is the last time you're ever going to see me because I can't pay the mortgage and the school. Yeah. <laughs> I had to pick one. Yep. That's the last time he ever seen me. Wow. Right, now so, explain to us now how did you buy this first house? What what kind yep. of techniques? How'd you how'd you do that? Mm-hmm. FHA. That's okay. Definitely FHA. Good. I look I used a, a mortgage. I got a mortgage. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. And tell me if I'm going down the rabbit hole. This mm-hmm. is interesting. I got an adjustable rate. Yes. Okay. You're looking at someone that got adjusted rate around 08. Ooh. All right. But I'm a survivor. Yep. So don't cry for me. <laughs> Once I tell you the story, don't cry for me, please. I bought this home and the home was about, the mortgage was about 2100 Okay. When I bought it, again, 20 years old, I'm excited. I'm happy. In time, it went to almost three thousand dollars i said oh my goodness i was immediately broke yeah right i said 
I can't I work enough hours. <laughs> I, can, I can't work enough hours. Like, remember that time when they had time and money? Yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't have that. Yeah. That's not it. So, no, you know, no buying nice Jordans. Like, you, know, I, you know, at that age, we all wanted the nice sneakers, yeah. the nice clothes. I was like, no, not me. <laughs> when when my friends would go to the bar and, 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 and buy rounds, my round was, Allie. I'm going to buy one drink. And send it around. Y'all all yeah. can take a sip, a shot, whatever you need. But I ain't buying a drink for everyone. Yeah. I don't got it. Yeah. Got me a second job. And um, and that was honestly my darkest. Um, I, I, my life was real dark. And I yeah. was depressed. Yeah. I felt like I gave up on myself. And I remember walking up Commons, Commonwealth Ave. And it's feeling like trash. Like, mm. I didn't. I just felt... I, I felt hopeless. Yeah. And well, and, and I mean, 20, whatever, what, 2000 yeah. something when you started and Boston's real estate prices, that's not a real great house. Yeah. Not a real nice yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, in no, no, no. And well, it was 2006. It yeah. was 2006. Okay. I bought it. So right. I, it's still a good, it's still okay. a good deal in 2006. Yeah. yeah. It's not Boston now. You're yeah. exactly right. In 2006, the house was uh three hundred three hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. Oh, geez, not bad at all. all right, yeah. So a two family, five bedrooms okay. on the top, okay. um, two bedrooms at the bottom. Okay. Right. So, so moving forward, I decided to 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 to, to do two things that really changed my life for for good, mm-hmm. for good. Um, one, I filed bankruptcy. Okay. I understood what bankruptcy really is. Mm-hmm. Those people with time and money, they probably filed bankruptcy 10 times already, <laughs> right? Because understanding bankruptcy, I'm like, all right, well, if you make a mistake in your LLC and you file bankruptcy, you can keep the money. It's yeah. like, oh, made a mistake and money was insured anyway, yeah. right? In my case, I had a junior loan. Okay. Remember, adjustable rate and two loans. Mm-hmm. So here it goes. This, this, this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I filed bankruptcy. I got rid of $89,000. I then went to the city of Boston and got a loan modification to get adjustable rate. The adjustable rate didn't go down to $2,500, did not go down to $2,000, did not go down to $15,000. It went down to $1,200. Holy crap. For life. Nice. So at that point, I became a mentor. I added some rooms. I took my I took some money out of my 401k, added more rooms to the bottom. Okay. I maxed out my my debt my uh, credit cards before I before I filed bankruptcy, maxed out the debit cards, renovated the top, mm. boom, turned everything in. And that particular home has now the potential to to gross about five thousand, five to five to seven thousand dollars a month. Nice. And you're paying twelve twelve hundred for life. Yeah, or for dollars for life. Yeah, kaboom. So, like right. I said, don't cry for me. Yeah, don't it cry worked. for me. It worked. Yeah. Well, it's it's getting <laughs> creative with finance. Sometimes you know you got to do what you yep. got to do. And guess what? It gave me the opportunity to quit my nine to five. Right. right? I. This is what the show's all about, right? Mm-hmm. This the freedom. Yeah. Right. So and you did it early on with with your first property. So interesting. Yep. And I became a mentor too. So yeah. uh, in, in Massachusetts, I became a, I, I had, um, 
disabled people live with me. Okay. Right. And I, and I was, and I got paid very well for that. Take care of them, you know, just allow them, not allow them, but they will go out to their um, daycare and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was, it was a no brainer for me. I love people. And my, 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 um, my second job, I was a PCA. So it all felt good. Yeah. So again, single, no kids. I lived in the basement. Yep. Just from the mentorship, I was getting forty six hundred dollars. Just that's just one floor. Upstairs was government assistance. Upstairs, and that was twenty two hundred upstairs. So guess what? I I was like, look, you were living for free too. Yeah. Yeah. My regional manager came in one day, a brand new one, said, "Look, I understand the the deal you had with the last manager." but you're going to have to prove yourself to me. Hmm. And she didn't get up and introduce herself. She sat down and, and, and that's what she said to me. And that was the last time corporate America ever seen me that day. That was the last time, <laughs> last time, no two weeks notice. It was, it was about a five minute notice. It was, I was like, you know what? Bet. See it ya. was time. Cause some, sometimes as entrepreneurs, we know who we are. Yeah, we know it's more out there. Like we know that if if we just keep going, if we take one leap, we know we're gonna land on our feet. But we just mm-hmm. scared to take that leap. Yeah, that's the truth. You know you got it. Mm-hmm. It's not no secret to you. You know who you are when you look in that mirror. You and 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 something is off. You know something is off. Mm-hmm. If you're working your nine to five and you don't like how you feel, you're mad all the time, you know something is off. If you feel like, man, I should do this, I should follow my dreams, that's what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was like, you know what? Thank you for 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 giving me the opportunity to fire you. And I fired yeah. my boss and I walked out. You uh, you and I have a very similar background, bud. I just did it a lot longer in corporate America, but yeah, that was kind yeah. of, that's what turned me into an entrepreneur was one boss that I literally looked at and said, I quit. I'm done. I'm out of here. It's like, it's, it's yeah. It, you know, that could down another rabbit hole, but yeah. it could, man, look, they was paying me. I think I was at that, at that time, I think I was making around six, 600, 600, 650, say six, 700 a week. Right. Okay. They pay me seven hundred a week to forget about my dreams. <laughs> so if they could pay me seven hundred. Yo, forget about your dreams. Imagine mm. how much my dreams really worth. Yeah. Like let that so, soak in. Imagine so you, how many how much your dream really worth. Yeah. So you love real estate. So yep. you ended up kind of going down a different path for yourself in the real estate world. What? Uh, so you got into real estate full time. Right? Jumped in. Yep. I jumped in as a um, became a real estate agent. Nice. Um, and this is when everyone was leaving. Okay. Um, good. So I jumped in when short sales was going on and everyone's getting bailed out with short sales, a lot of homeowners. And I jumped so this in is around 2008, 2009 time period or correct. Yep. Okay. 2009, 2010. Okay. So, you know, I had to market myself at that time. I believe Obama was just coming in mm-hmm. and I, I seen how politicians market themselves. Yeah. And it was always four year, four year. So I came in Alex E. Edwards for your real estate agent. When you think mm-hmm. about politicians, when you think about attorneys and your doctor, you better think about Massachusetts most trusted real estate agent, Alex <laughs> E. Edwards. That's how I came in the market. I love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, un- and unending confidence on top of it. Yep. So uh, yep. what do you, you know, see you obviously been successful because you've been doing a long time. What mm-hmm. do you attribute that success to? Was it just hustle or branding or what, what, what got you there? I think um, hustle hands down and yep. thinking out the box. Okay, cool. I, I, I'll give you an example, a real quick one. If there's a condo complex, mm-hmm. a lot of agents, a lot of people will say, let me market to everybody in a condo complex. Yeah. Let me go knock on doors. Not me. <laughs> eh, makes no sense to me. Yeah. I am going to take the trustees out for lunch. Okay. Because you need the trustees to close. Mm-hmm. And you, you, tr- everyone in that complex tr- trust the trustees. That's sure. why the trustees was voted in. Mm-hmm. I'm taking them out to lunch. <laughs> and I'm going to be closing for the next 10 years. And this yeah. is stuff I really did. And, yeah. and today I'm still benefiting from taking trustees out for lunch mm-hmm. and knocking on and not knocking on each door. Yeah. Because the trustees is now sending emails and saying, hey, I have this great guy, Alex e. Edwards. He does this. So that's a gem drop for, for your uh, audience. Mm-hmm. Is think outside the box. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's brilliant because it's, it's okay. These, yeah, exactly. You know, te- go, go find the influencers and then just make sure you're really good friends with the influencers that can help you. So that's exactly. Awesome. We all have best friends. If your best friend yep. come to you and say, you should use Alex Edwards. Yep. Are you going to go somewhere else? Yep. Of course not. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you not knocking on the door? Look, you should use Alex Edwards coming from the trustees. Mm-hmm. Man, game over. Yeah. Now you went on to become a broker. So explain that yeah. process because I'm not sure. You know, some people might be interested in being a real estate agent, but explain that process of becoming a broker. You know, I know how it is here in Texas, but how yeah. is it in Massachusetts? All right. So, and I, I, I'm laughing because every part of a big decision in my life, someone got on my nerve, not got on my nerves, but something happened. Right? Yeah. My broker um, hired a new agent and paid this particular agent more than me. But I was yeah. the number one agent. So I'm like, yo, how did how did that work? That doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. I'm like, I'm that guy. That doesn't, mm-hmm. as I'm confused. You shouldn't want to keep me happy. So I found out what he was getting. He was getting 90%. So I was like, yo, I'm going to get, I'm going to get my, um, I'm going to go to my broken like, Look, I want 90%. Mm-hmm. Right. But I was wrong. I want to make sure everyone understand that I was wrong. One, I was counting someone else's pocket. That's yeah. wrong. And then two, that's my broker. He could do, he could pay whoever he wants to pay. Yeah. Anything. So I was totally wrong. And uh, of course, looking back, I, I, I was wrong. Hmm. So I went to my broker and wanted a raise. He said, no. And I was like, you know what? I put 90% up everywhere around my house. Because so I was like, I'm about to go get my broker's license. I'm going to come back to him and do a partnership. Yeah. So what my, um, one of my friends was like, yo, why do you care about 90? Why don't you just go for 100%? <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. I'm putting every, 100% everywhere. <laughs> so I go in, get, go for the broker's license. Um, I failed plenty of times, like about two times, actually. And on July 10th is my birthday. And mm-hmm. I, I told, I said, God, if this, is, if this isn't for me, I'm not renewing my, my, my um, agent license, mm-hmm. my salesperson license. I got my 
broke his license July 8th. <laughs> my birthday's July 10th. If it expires, my career's over July 10th. Yeah. I get it on July 8th. Get it on July 8th. July 8th. Go back. I said, look, let's do this together. Hmm. He said, no. I said, no problem. Again, I have a lot of respect for him. No problem. Hmm. I bought him a watch and I said, thank you for your time. You know, thank you for everything you taught me. Thank you for your time. Hmm. And I became a broker and started Thumbprint Realty. Today, we have we have a little over 40 agents wow. in, in the branch. Um, we have agents in uh, Georgia, and we also license in Rhode Island. So we license in three states. And, and the funny thing is, this all happened when a teacher told me, <laughs> you know, go home and buy something as a business. This yeah. all happened when yeah. a manager looked at me wrong and disrespected me, mm-hmm. you know, and this all happened when my broker gave someone 90%. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So that's, that's the story of Alex e. Edwards Love it. when it comes Love to it. the real estate side. And so the broker side. we were talking ahead of time. Uh, one of the areas that you focus on as far as your own personal investing is yeah. probate. Let's talk a little bit about that. One, how you got into that. Two, mm-hmm. uh, what, what you like about investing that way. All right. Great. Uh, you know, um, great questions. Great questions. Um, all right. This is, I get excited. Here it goes. Dead people don't negotiate. I just want to let Absolutely everyone know not. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> dead people don't negotiate. Right. I gave you, if I leave a nice vehicle to my a Mustang, to my, um, my son. Yeah. Right. And he's, and I love the Mustang. Hmm. Because I took his his wife, I mean his 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 mother everywhere in his Mustang. It was like our thing. So yeah. it means a lot to me. Right? Then being crap. I then leave I leave this Mustang <laughs> to him. Now this Mustang's an antique. It probably a hundred thousand dollars. Yep. I die. He's all like, I live in New Hampshire. It's <laughs> always snowing. I don't even need a Mustang. Alex, uh, another version of Alex, I was calling like, yeah, I know you got this Mustang. Your father died and left you this Mustang. You know, I'm going to, I'll give you 30,000 for you for it. He said, cash. Hmm. Yup. Right away. You sure? Yup. I don't need the Mustang. I don't care how much it's worth. I don't, I'm never coming back down to Boston or whatever. Take it. I don't want to deal with nothing. Take it. Okay. Are you sure? Do you know the worth? I don't care. All right. I'll take it off your hands. Boom, $30,000, $70,000 of equity right away. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's probate because yeah. everyone in different situations, some some siblings fight all the time. Fight all, every, every situation I've been in, siblings fought. Right? So when, yeah. so when siblings fighting, it's some people want to sell it, some people want to buy it, and mm-hmm. some want to keep it. It all, and guess what? A lot of times they don't have the money to keep up with the home. They don't have the money to pay the mortgage. They don't have the money to clean out the home. And, and they a don't lot have, of times they don't live in the same town, like you were saying. Exactly. With the, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, and my, I, you know, a lot of my friends go down to land court and do all that stuff. I don't yeah. even do that. Yeah. I just have a big mouth and it just comes to me. Like right now we have one under agreement. And now this is Dorchester, Massachusetts. You could. Yeah. Look up the 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 um how much a homes cost. It's a yeah. three family. It's a three family. We have it under agreement right now for four hundred thousand. That's fantastic price. Probate. Yeah. 
that's you know. And two years ago, I had the opportunity to buy, like I was telling you, a, um, a home near the airport. Hmm. And now that home is for my two year olds. At the time, it was my two year old son. I was like, all right, we're gonna do this trust thing, yep. sweetheart. We need to. This is he need to be the owner when he gets to an age of age. And this is for him. So he became uh, Newsweek did this article on him. The, they called it the youngest landlord um, <laughs> around town. And without, I knew for a fact I didn't want his manager to talk to him a certain way, and yeah. he had to stay stay in that particular position. He mm-hmm. he's already collecting rent. That yeah. that home is an Airbnb. He's doing very well. It's sure. near the airport. It's, he has a lot of equity. So myself and his mom put him in a real good position to win, to say F you to his boss. If he goes to college or not, cool. If he goes to college, his tenants will pay for his education. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't, his his tenants will pay for his startup. Yeah. But no matter what, the tenants is paying for something. Absolutely. So it's it's real estate, it's it's a no brainer. I don't even I don't even see how people could second guess it. My -hmm. mother bought her home at for thirty five thousand dollars, a two fam a three family. Those days are never coming back. Imagine if she sold it today. She could sell it for um, that particular home, like 1.1. Yeah. She only invested 35000 Yeah, it's brilliant. You know, in the next 10 years, they're going to say, I wish I bought, you know, oh, to, sure. uh, in 2023. Guess what? Your grandparents did too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Somebody originally bought that house for like 3500 3500 bucks or something. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, I'm having too much fun on your show, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. I get too so, excited when it comes to real estate. So when, uh, you know, we've got some of our folks that are sitting out in the audience that either are sitting in a cubicle, dying a little bit every day, or they're a business owner and they're kind of looking, how do I kind yeah. of diversify out of my life? Yeah. If you were the yeah. 30-year-old Alex again, and you were sitting there working out of a cubicle. What do you think your first step would be as a as a new okay. investor? I mean, I left the cubicle at at, at twenty three, but if I stayed there for another seven you years, stayed another few years, yeah, another seven years, yeah. And knowing what I know now, or I didn't know nothing, didn't know anything. What okay, so I would look at my expenses. Okay, I'll write down my expenses. That's the first thing mm-hmm. I'll do. Okay. I'll write down my expenses and say, all right, what do I need to live? And then I'll look at my bank, my bank statements okay. and say, what, and look at my spending habits, mm-hmm. look at my spending habits. And so with that, I could come up with a plan. So if I needed $2,000, $3,000 to live, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I can come up with a plan. And then I would see, I would look. So do I own real estate or I don't own real estate? You don't own anything yet. Oh, I don't own that. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, I would look at that and then I would, at 30, I would probably, um, I'm at the bank still, hopefully. So I would, I would look at the mortgages and what is, what is, um, what do I have to qualify to get a certain amount of mortgage? And then I'll also look at the city of Boston and what kind of resources they have. Yeah. That's, that's probably the, the, the thing, the first thing I'll do. So make sure you know how much you need to survive. That's extremely Mm -hmm. important. Um, and I'm going to figure out how can I make other people pay for for my monthly expense. That would be my game plan. I love it. Love it. Well, it, actually, you just detailed the first two steps of uh, or the first and the third steps of uh, of the Freedom Day method. 
which is figure out where you're at and then figure out how you're going to generate that revenue to to cover your minimum required expenses. So um, absolutely. So, so cool. Yeah. I think it's because it's it's not a secret. Making money is easy. I think making money is is easy. I think at the point, I don't want to say for me, it's Mm -hmm. now it's about the passion. Yeah. Like I'll go broke chasing my passion mm-hmm. and doing things I want to do and, and, and less of what I have to do. Yeah. Um, I, I believe, I believe the mind will always make more money than the hands. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. Absolutely. You're, yeah. Like you could come up with just like you, you you're doing um, um, nurses, right? Yeah. Traveling nurses. Uh, now you're going state to state, right? Yeah. That's mine. That's all mine. You can have one everywhere. It's up to yeah. you. Think of it, build it, do whatever you want. But me as a real estate agent, I could, I'm, I, if I'm in Boston, I could close in Boston. Me as an agent, I could close in Boston. Those are my hands. Yeah. I can't close in, in, in Texas right now. Hmm. I have to fly to Texas, then close to Texas, then come back and close in Boston. Uh, That's all hands. That's a lot of time. You don't, right? you don't have to jack squat like that, man. You close, you close away. Yeah. <laughs> So if you use your mind, yeah, you could sell around the world. You put a course together, the like the Freedom Guide. Yeah, that's selling around the world. That's mine. Mm-hmm. Your hands don't need to do anything else. Yep. Well, it's, I mean, it's got honestly the best thing that happened was the uh, was the pandemic because I mean I closed three deals this last year. I've never even been on the property. Or hired a team to come in, get it all set up. I've got teams in there that do all the work, you know, so I've not even touched the property. I've not even been there. So in fact, yeah, I've never, cool. never once in my life been to Minnesota. Um, eventually I'll probably go there, but yeah, I, I own three, three pieces of property in Minnesota. So. Well, congratulations. Yeah. But that's all mine. Yeah. That's it is mine. Yeah, it is mine. It's all it's mine. A, think, so, yeah. Think of it a different way. How are you going to do it? And I mean, yeah. I, by nature, I am inherently lazy. So the way I can do it, the least work, amount of work, the better. <laughs> I wanted to be the laziest, wealthiest person alive. That was my I'm goal. I'm right there with you. Yep. Was, that was my goal. I wanted to do stuff I love doing. You know, yep. I just want to be that person that came into the bank, happy, money, time. Time and money. Yes. It's That's a good it. Thing. And I, I, I work extra that. hard today to make sure that my calendar is as free as possible every week. So I, yeah, I that's the, by looking at my cal, I used to judge my calendar by how full I made it. Yep. Now I, I judge my calendar or how, how I can eliminate everything from my calendar and have other people do the work. So you're funny. So what, you're, I used to do the same thing. Like, oh, I got to put everything on. Oh, I put everything, write it down so I can feel I like I'm busy. doing I got to be going. I got to be, you know, I, 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 I got to hustle. How I much do money did stuff. you make? Yeah. You know, how, that's how exactly much money right. did you make? I make more you know? money today and I work way less than I ever have. Um, I, I even do a, a keynote called procrastination for fun and profit. So I get, so I wrote a book, mortgage before marriage finances before yep. fiance Rockefeller. Was, before that was my next, yeah, it was my next question. So tell oh, us a little bit about the book. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wrote this book, right. And it took me three years to write it okay. because I'm like, you know what? The mind, we yep. got to work on the mind, Alex, you're ripping and running. I decided not to be a real estate agent and not sell homes, but just to run the brokerage um, because I didn't want to compete with my partners 
the, the other agents in the office. Okay. So, so I wrote this book and, and it's about my life, about my wife and my life and mm-hmm. this, all the things that we did. And one of the stories in the book, my wife and I, you know, purchased, I mean, sorry, had a wedding and, um, our tenants paid for it, but they wasn't invited. Hmm. It's like, huh. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Right? And understanding buying homes before marriage is extremely mm. important. You could yeah. win. You could win. I married the right person. Mm-hmm. How many of us don't marry the right person? Yeah. In Massachusetts, it's about $7,000 to get a divorce. So that's why I made my book a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my book's a hundred dollars, and today I had a meeting with um, a college, a college wanting to buy a hundred copies. Hmm. Now that's mine. Yeah. That's mine. That's and awesome. if. So if I didn't sit down and write that book, yep, it took me three years, but I I, I created a masterpiece. And I tell mm-hmm. this to everyone: if you didn't learn, if you don't learn nothing, anything from my book, if my book's not interested, interesting, I'll give you your money back. Mm-hmm. I never in my life received a complaint or mm-hmm. a request for refund. Yeah, and now. Colleges is buying in bulk. Yeah. I don't have to write again. <laughs> I just got to go around the world and sell in bulk. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I, yeah. I just go on, on, on the freedom guide mm-hmm. and sell my book. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's like you, like you said, it's the mind, man. I haven't That's been right. to Minnesota personally, but I've been doing podcast. I just did a podcast in, from in, in South Africa. Yeah. So the same thing you're doing, like it's all about the mind, and yeah. I think people need to understand. You got it. Mm-hmm. You got it. All it's you have in to there. do you just is have believe to in yeah. yourself. Yeah. You well, got and, and it. figure out what you have an interest in, and just do it. Figure just, out a way to make money at it. That's I mean, the first. Yes. Yeah. Just but do I mean, it because. Because I, 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 more than anything, I mean, I, what I will get out of this interview is one quote that you had. Dead people don't negotiate. That's genius. No. Right there is just absolute genius. I had, you know, do I know this? Absolutely. Have I dealt with clients from the financial advisor perspective that have been fighting over, you know, they're fighting over grandma's old beat up couch you know, and, and who's going to keep it and all beat up pans and all that stuff. But yeah, it's absolutely correct. Uh, you know, most of the time they're fighting about this, that they, you know, they just want to get out of the house, not have to fight with it anymore. It's genius, you know, but that's using your mind to figure something out in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So love it. Yeah. We, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, it's a no brainer. Um, and that that's in the book as well. And just, Hmm. breaking everything down and just making sure it, it's, it's the stories in the book that will take your career to another level. Yeah. We, you and I having a good conversation. Someone could listen to this podcast and say, all right, I get it. It's simple. Yep. I understand them. I like them both. Um, 
okay, I'm going to listen to it about three, four times, take notes. Yeah. That's what the book's all. The book is you reading like, oh, my, this is funny. This Alex character is hilarious. He is. But, man, I just learned something. He yeah. said dead people don't negotiate. Yeah. Like, what is he talking <laughs> about? It's this awesome. is crazy. The greatest right? quote of the year so far. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, you know, he's like, wait a minute. Let me, let me dive into this. Yeah. You know, so. So that's what the book's all about. It's been selling oh, yeah. very well. You can purchase it on yeah. Amazon, Mortgage Before Marriage. Um, you can also pu- purchase it on my website, Mortgage, the letter B, the number four, marriage.com. And if you have any questions, I'm, I'm definitely here. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 what the book's that's about. Brilliant. Um, one, th- one thing about the book that's, that's extremely important to me as well, we talk about wills and trust. Good. Right? Um, we know death is coming. Mm-hmm. It's not a secret. Death is yeah. coming and we're paying taxes. Yeah. We know that. All right, quick. So I wrote letters to my family um, and let them, and I was just letting them know how much I love them, how much I appreciate them, and why I know they are special. Hmm. And all the fathers and, and, and mothers, the parents out there, why is this so critical? Why is this so critical? Because we never know when we're going to take our last breath, so we need to respect our breath. Yeah. But if if God takes me today or tomorrow, my loved ones and the entire world know how I feel about, how I feel about my loved ones. So I think it's extremely important. Yeah. I absolutely love that, bud. That's, that's a great way to end this section. That that is just absolutely awesome. Uh, All right. Let's jump into the fast five questions now, my friend. All right. First one, first one. So you wake up in the morning, business is gone. You got 500 bucks, laptop, computer. You still have your contacts, place to live. What are you going to do first? Um, I have $500. I'm going on social media and I'm starting a landscaping company. Like I'm this. starting, yeah, I'm probably starting a landscaping company. Don't need a lot of tools. And I probably could hire people to help me right away so I don't really have to mm-hmm. get dirty. Or I'll, I'll yeah. I'll start a landscaping business on social media. And when they actually, when they call me, I'll just call another landscaping business and get a referral. All right. Love there it. you go. I won't work. I won't be lazy. Boom. There we go. Get it I'll done. I'll think with my hands again. Yeah. But you were thinking with your hands and all of a sudden you went, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Wait, wait, what what I get somebody else to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be the middleman in here. This is awesome. All right. What's the biggest business mistake you've ever made? The biggest business mistake I ever made. Partnering with the wrong people. Okay. I'll say partnering with the wrong people. I've been been there, done that. I've not had a partnership work out yet. So Yeah. Yeah, but I think (laughs) I think I think my moving forward, a lot of my partnerships will start in the bedroom with my wife. Because when a when a partnership goes bad, I go to the bedroom. When a partnership goes good, I go to the bedroom. So it might Mm -hmm. as well start in the bedroom. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I've said it all along. My wife is the best partner I've ever had, and we've been together for 30 years. So and she, she's she's my business partner as well. And I mean, absolutely the best one I've ever had. So hey, um, what's a good book that you'd recommend? Mortgage Before Marriage. Finance there we go. Before they got that Beyonce, book again. Yeah. Rockefeller <laughs> Before Beyonce. Love it. That's Love the only it. book you should be reading for the entire year. I promise you. You're going to buy one for a friend and that friend will buy one for you again. I promise you, we will see it um, in Jeff's background. 
Zoom. <laughs> What's a tool that you use in your business every day that you'd recommend? All right. So uh, we skip it straight to business. I would say this, though. Mindset is extremely important. Mindset is so okay. every single day. I listen to something motivational. Okay. Every like every single day. And it's part of your routine. It's a routine. Right? Yeah. It's a routine. Because I, I really believe we we sometimes could lose focus and we, we just need that spark. So I could I could turn on to your show and I was like, all right, I'm gonna listen to this. Right? Because I if the mind is not working correctly, your mindset is not not in a good place. I can't use my CRM. I can't use my emails. I can't go on thumbprint website and, and yep. see what's going on. I, it's it's just it's not going to make me want to be active. So I think a lot of times we skip over what's the CRM thing you use. But yeah. your mindset is extremely important. The fact that you know you could do anything in life and you was here for a reason and you found your purpose, that's way that is important. Important. Amen, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Important. So it I is, would tell I people mean, I'll tell people when you wake up or or when you're by yourself, every morning, please listen to something motivational. Mm-hmm. Please listen to something that will activate you. Please. Don't listen to Jeff Jeff's podcast one time. If this list her every morning, you probably get you probably hear something you never heard before, mm-hmm. right? Have something that 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 make you think because as soon as you get into work, your boss is yelling at you or saying, "Hey, hey, work on my dream. I pay you every work on my dream. I'm the one listening to motivational stuff every morning. Don't do that. Work on my dream." <laughs> Because I want lots of time and lots of That's money. So- exactly. I'm going to Alex Edwards Bank a couple of years ago. We don't gossip. We boss up. <laughs> so, Alex, last question. What is your definition of freedom? Hmm. My defini- definition of freedom is having unlimited opportunity. Oh, well, sorry. Unlimited access to opportunity. That's my definition of freedom. I mean, if I fall off, I have so I have the opportunity to get right back on. Okay. Um, the relationships that you build, uh, the friendships, and and having a good brand, knowing that you could never put your your family or yourself in jeopardy financially because you created a a, a good brand and good relationships. So therefore, if anything ever happens, you have unlimited access to opportunities. I love so I can say, hey, Jeff, I got a couple got a couple of dollars. Can I invest in Minnesota with you? Alex, mm-hmm. you've always been a good friend. Of course. No problem. Let's make it happen. Matter of fact, yeah. fly down there and we could be just be 50-50. You know, yeah. so it's just, it's just, that's really, to me, that's what success means and freedom. That's what it means. So if my son needs a job, if he wants a job or a career somewhere, hey, mm-hmm. what's up? Um, boom. He deserve it. Please. Can you, all right. No problem. Yeah. That is brilliant. So thank you, man. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way? All right. So it's Alex E. Edwards everywhere. Alex E. Edwards on Instagram. Alex E. Edwards on Facebook. Alex E. Edwards on Twitter. Alex E. Edwards on LinkedIn. 
<laughs> Alex E. Edwards. Edwards. And um, yes, Alex Edwards everywhere. Yeah. Alex E. Edwards for whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those are back in the days, right? Alex E. Edwards for your real estate agent. Real Massachusetts' estate. much most trusted <laughs> real estate agent. You can't close without Alex E. Alex Edwards. E. Edwards. <laughs> that is fantastic, brother. Well, thanks a lot for being on. You are just absolutely a blast to, to interview and con- you know have lots of conversations. And this ain't gonna be the last of ours. So thank you for being on today and sharing all about your life um, and just just being fun to interview. I appreciate it. Again, thank you for the opportunity. Um, You could have had anyone else in the world, but you chose me. So I appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, we're glad to have you on. And folks, make sure you reach out to Alex and make sure you buy his book um, so that you can learn from him as well. Uh, We do this twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So make sure that you are getting your your fix in and make sure that you subscribe to the channel Give us a five star. Thank, especially for Alex here. Give us a five star on this episode and share this with somebody else that really needs it. And you take action too. Can, can, can I just give your listeners something, a gift? Fire away. I won't give them a discount if that's okay, okay. with you. Dive um, in. I'll, I'm gonna give, I'll give your listeners a 50% discount on my book. Nice. Um, MB4M7. So the letter M as in Mary, B as in boy, the number four, mm-hmm. and M as in Mary again, the, the number seven, and you will receive 50% off of Mortgage that Before Marriage. Awesome. And again, if you're not excited, if, you, if you're not entertained, if you're not educated, if you, if you don't look at this book and say, you know what, I'm giving this to my children, I will give you your money back. That is brilliant. Thank you, man. Well, I appreciate it. Look forward to keeping up with you down the road here, and we will see everybody soon. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.